Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel, the brought auto- to you by... No, the Automotive Podcast, brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. Brought to you by, brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We didn't tell them it was an automotive podcast. They could listen they, to this. They, they should, should know like, by now. Is this a knitting they show? They shouldn't really. They Potentially. Should, they should know by now is this what a, it is. Is this a film review podcast? Is it a murder mystery podcast? I'm sure like by now they one. know what it is we do. It is, yes. Okay. Do so they know who we are though? I'm Mo. They should know who I am, and I'm Mo. There we go. They should know who we are by now, otherwise what the fuck are they listening to? We for? might get new listeners every week. I hope we get new listeners every week. Yeah. Because we ain't going to get very far with the 12 <laughs> listeners we have. <laughs> and the new listeners, when they come, need to go back to episode, no, actually, no, episode one was shit, episode two, <laughs> and then start listening to us from there. No, but, but they might start from the end and then go work their way backwards. No, it's just stupid. Why would you do that? I don't know. Because You don't watch a TV series from the end yeah, all the way to the beginning. Not like you don't read a book back to front, do you? Are you really comparing us to a TV series right now? Yeah, are we missing, that, we're better than some of the shit that's on TV. Are we that consistent? Fucking The Masked Singer or whatever that shit is. And Why are you watching? That's because you're watching things like The Masked Singer. I'm not singer. watching it. It's just on TV. But I wasn't it's watching on, it. It's, oh on t- it's on TV while I happen to be sat in front of the TV after I've changed the channel to the channel that it's yeah, on. Yeah, when, when you're just browsing, flicking through what's coming on, you know, just see something. Like, what the hell is that? And it was just, and there's some crap on there. Anyway, what I want to know after last week, have you bought a Jaguar XJ yet? No, I'm boycotting them. You're bo- <laughs> I'm boycotting Jaguar. You're boycotting Jaguar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they... they, 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 they don't get me started. I, mean, I can't... No, I haven't. I, 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 I might get them on one. Well, day, you know what we've done, right? We've offset you boycotting Jaguar. Not that Jaguar are going to give a shit anyway. Well, they uh, should. I'm boy, a customer. You'd be buying a used car. You're a customer right now of their service department. Because you buy JLR parts for your broken oh, yeah. Land Rover. Yeah, yeah. Um, but after last week's episode, I had a listener get in touch with me to say, I've bought a Jaguar F-Pace. I saw your yeah, episode. Yeah. I listened to it. And I'm really pleased that you like it because I was a little bit unsure and didn't know much about cars. But now that you guys have given it the thumbs up and recommended it, I'm Going into that You purchase. guys know you did. You recommended it. Fine. I okay, The hairdresser here liked it and recommended it. Not me. The hairdresser recommended the F-Pace. Yeah. It's a big SUV. Did. It's a family SUV. What's a hairdresser? Oh, a hairdresser. And also, I don't dress hair. Since when did I become a hairdresser? You, that's just completely random. That no. is that is the typical, that word came into your head you and you got zero filter you are and just came out of your mouth. You are a hairdresser. Anyway, said listener. Was Have you had your beard shaped up, yeah? Obviously. When was the course. last time you had nails done? When, uh, my, my daughter actually filed my nails on Thank the weekend. Is, is that because you couldn't make it to the manicure place? That is because I couldn't make it to exactly. the manicure place. Thank and she had a new nail file that she wanted to try. So, you know, if your daughter wants to file your nails... There you go, you, you save some money nails. now on your uh, male grooming. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Back to where we were. So anyway, this person's bought an F-Pace. Uh, they were pleased that we recommended it because I don't know why they clearly don't listen to the disclaimer. Um... But yeah, so off our, off our recommendation, I'm going to claim that they've uh, committed to an F-Pace. So anyway, sorry if that's bored the shit out of you because you've just now gone silent for yes, so I don't, I don't want to hear about someone buying an F-Pace, but well, if you were silly enough to do that, well done. You weren't objecting to, my, to the F-Pace last week. Well, I didn't have an opinion because I haven't, haven't driven it. Yeah, so why do you have an opinion now? Because I just think it looks, I just don't think it's great. You just don't, I just don't think it's great. I just, don't, just for no I, reason whatsoever. I just, don't, I just don't think it is. I mean, you know, it just doesn't. There's something about. I know we had the com- we talked about it, but now when I see it on the road, it just looks a bit like a boring SUV. Just soft and just like they all fucking do. None of them look good, apart nah, from the Stelvio. Nah. 
Stelvio? Stelvio, Stelvio, Stelvio can look poor as well. It has to be done. No, 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 no. Unless you, some of them, they, they, they can. The, the, the first, second generation ones. You know the like the menacing, aggressive, boxy ones. You basically just want to justify your purchase of your. No, if you think the first, sport. the first X5 that came out, the first edition X5, and since then it's just got nothing but fatter, rounder, softer. I agree with that statement. That's what I mean by and 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 the F pace is like the baby of the morning. It just looks a bit. I think it's the front lights. The, the way baby. It is, yeah. It's the only one. No, no. In terms of looking at them, no, no. Uh, among the range of the of the SUV market. Although I said it was surprisingly big on the inside. It's cavernous. Anyway, we're not mm. here to review the F pace. We're not. Did we talk about Top Gear last time? Yeah, and we skipped right past. Oh, it I still haven't seen. Shit. I haven't still haven't seen the. Do you know what? You know, after you said my favorite episode was the one they were dropped somewhere and they had to build a car. It made. There's Jeremy in that lot. Yeah, yeah. It made episode. me realize. Not Top Gear, Grand Tour, sorry. It made me realise, I don't think I've seen all of season three of Grand Tour. So I started watching it again. There are some episodes I have seen, there are some episodes I haven't. So the Mongolia special, which is the one you're referring to, where they built... uh, The car. John or whatever. John, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen that. So that is a good episode. That is a wicked episode, isn't it? That is very good, yeah. You need to watch that. You need to watch Seaman. Seaman's probably the funniest thing they've ever done. Right, okay. Yeah, that, Seaman... Um, Madagascar one was all right. It was okay. It was a bit more akin to what what they do and stuff. But um, the ah the English the what the Scottish the Scottish one was all right. Yeah, it was it right. was all right. Uh, but the, the yeah the, like we said last week the French one was just absolute shit. I don't know what people found funny about that. Speaking of absolute shit, made an observation today. It's not an observation I made today. I've made it previously, mm-hmm. but if I want to talk about it today. So I was driving here on the motorway, as you know. Um, and have you, everyone's noticed this, you know, lorries are limited to 56 miles per hour. Yeah. Because they've got a fucking sticker on the back. Yes. How you yes. limited to 56 miles per hour. Why, therefore, do they think it's appropriate to try and overtake another lorry that's also limited to 56 miles per hour? <laughs> what the fuck is that about? Literally, How are lorries overtaking lorries, actually? Yeah. If they'd, well, well, so, yeah. so what, one must have some kind of aerodynamic advantage <laughs> over the other. So they then spend the next... Eight to twelve minutes moving past one another, and it's so fucking frustrating. It's frustrating on a three-lane motorway. Where it's even more frustrating is a dual carriageway, which is what I experienced today several times over. Oh yeah, and oh, you're, sorry, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. is just fucking sat behind this trundling <laughs> lorry, moving a quarter of a mile per hour faster than the. I was about to say the thing is all you can you can take because he's happened to be coming down at a mile an hour quicker, if that. But the problem is though, the reason they have to do that is because if they slow down, it is an effort for them to pick speed back up again, especially if they're going uphill because they've got a load. They've got like 30 years. Does that sound like it's my problem? No, no, I'm saying it's your it's, problem. It's literally half but of, it's the, so his it's, problem. That's why he does what he does. So, so we as, and look, I appreciate I don't drive a heavy goods vehicle. So, so maybe I'm speaking ignorant. I am speaking ignorantly. But as a car driver, when you see someone and you're approaching them, you don't have to brake. The first way type of slowing down is to take your foot off the accelerator. Yeah, but then, you know, if he slows down, so but ma- you know match- how long it takes him to get that one, two I'm, miles an hour back again? I'm not saying slow down to 54, God no, forbid. No, even by <laughs> a mile or I'm, two miles I'm an hour. I'm saying match the speed of the one in front. Where have you got to get to, man? Going your one mile an hour faster, how much different is that going to yeah, make Yeah, but they've momentum. Time? Momentum. So when you take that momentum away from them, then they have to start all over again. Look, I just, I know because like... That shit should be illegal. That's all I'm saying. They're making other stupid They should have illegal. two lanes for lorries, so the one they can, they're overtaking lorry lane and the driving lorry lane, so they don't come in and impede us. Exactly. Yeah, that that they should do definitely. It's a, but yeah, that was my observation. That was really fucking annoying today. 
really annoying. Anyway. Not much else has been happening, to be fair. Oh, the new F1 cars have been launched. Oh, speaking of F1. Oh, yeah, Crybaby, the prick is back. I don't know where he went anyway. People are like, Hamilton's back. He didn't go anywhere. It was a break. Um, And he was never going to freaking retire. Yeah, let's be honest. I wasn't referring to that. I was referring to the fact that the race director, Michael Massey, has been fired. Yeah, that's... Are you impressed that I knew this information? I am. Actually, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because keep in mind, I do not pay attention to news. How did you know you'd be fired? You need some research before we... No, I happened upon an Instagram post. Ah, (laughs) ah. And you know what I did? I immediately made a note of it for today's episode and then immediately forgot about it. So I've literally just been reminded (laughs) by looking at my notes today. The thing is, you can actually have an opinion on this because you know what happened in in the race and stuff. So I don't know. What do you reckon? Clearly, I mean, Hamilton, Ham Baby was crying. Yeah, yeah, look, I, I, I get that. Right. We did talk about, and I forgot what we said. We, about it we did talk about the yeah. decision. Actually, there were probably better decisions that could have been made that would have led yeah. to a fairer but outcome. Is it what did it warrant him? Did did he? It was did it warrant him getting fired? Uh, yes, for the purposes of they were able to create some kind of a media headline from it, and therefore go into the new season with even more drama. But then it's the, a business the, at the end of the day. That's it. So, yeah. Yeah, but I think... I, th- I don't think he... Look, uh, from, a, from a place of ethical kind of uh, walls, uh, rules, sorry, I don't think it was worthy of being fired. Yeah. Because it's not like they then investigated his decision in... Uh, it wasn't a drawn-out process to investigate the decision. It was very much a conclusion, it's done, it's done. But then afterwards, they decide to fire him. Now, I clearly, obviously, don't understand the rules of F1 fully, given that I've only been watching it for, like three weeks but having said that it's not like they made a massive deal out of him doing something really wrong and by him i mean the the xf1 race director at the time but now all of a sudden they see fit to fire him so i'm thinking from an from an ethical perspective it was the wrong thing to do to fire him but i get it from the perspective of it's the entertainment industry i think i i, I don't think he would look they could have just there was obviously stuff wrong with the rules right and i think one of the biggest problem was when the race when when the race the team owners principals can speak to the race director directly that's not on because they can influence them yeah well the thing is they may not be trying they're just saying look we want this is what you should do that's just their opinion but the problem is then if if two principals have two opposing views and you can only choose one of the two irrespective of their opinions it will look like you're favoring one of the opinions yeah, yeah, it's yeah, either like it. let them lap, yeah. let them unlap, and he's saying let them lap, let them unlap. And you got no, no, I can't. Yeah, then what do I do? It's going to look like you're doing that, but you should never be able to. They should never be able to put him under that kind of pressure and stuff like that. I don't think you should have been. Look, I hate Ham Baby, but I don't think Massey should have been fired. I think yeah, they they should have looked at the the situation and stuff that was going on and what was wrong and stuff. And he's done he's done pretty good. He's done he's done a pretty good job up until this season. To be fair, yeah, I, I guess the, I agree, and I agree with your point. If they fire him in isolation, then that's just ridiculous. If they mm. fire him and then make a change to the rules that are around how the race director is engaged in the races, yeah. then fine, you can you can kind of see where they're going. They want to make a change to ensure a re- the you know the same situation doesn't happen again. Yeah, but you can't do one in isolation. No, 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 you can't. So, um, but anyway, yeah, Mister Mister Crybaby is so, is is so, coming back apparently. So now that he's resurfaced, when do they actually get in their cars and start racing? I think that so they they got a couple of days testing with launch on the new cars, but I think it's March, third of March, eleventh of March. Oh, so soon, or maybe twenty fourth of March. Weeks. Sorry, maybe well, twenty fourth of March. Yeah, a month maybe. Yeah, yeah, not not long, not long. 
So, cool. um, but the problem is we won't know until test, won't, uh, testing soon. So that'll be quite interesting actually, because it'd be good to see what the cars are in testing. Hopefully, Alpine have done some, some made some improvements to their car now, and hopefully these changes will make the field um, we'll, we'll more competitive. Field make it more competitive. We will see. We will. I'm quite looking forward to the next season of F1 Drive to Survive because it will be based on the race season that we've just seen, which obviously was quite an exciting race season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, the, the Netflix documentary should be uh, should be pretty decent. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah, that, that that should be good actually. I haven't seen it yet actually. I've not got. Uh, I don't know. I find it hard to watch those kind of pro- programs which are based on something like it, it, it like is they do, there's a lot of football ones out there as well on the football clubs and stuff like that and my mates always like oh I've used I was like no I just watch football like I just watch it and I say I can't be bothered to understand to be fair that that show is the reason why I started watching F1 again mm. that and you going on at me every every two weeks well, we the podcast you had to do it for the podcast isn't it uh, listeners, you, you can't, uh, there you go I, know, I, know I did it for you like, I did it for the fans yeah half baked anyway but say fans. if we're going to do this then you've got to do it properly all six you've got to know what you. you're talking about isn't it I did it for all six of you <laughs> <laughs> five because you can't count me That's, this is true I can't, and yourself so four you yeah, can't, I can't count I can't count us two as, and, and Tom we can't count oh, us Tom, three yeah, as yeah, active yeah, listeners so I did it for the three people who listen outside of the three of us and one of those is probably your wife so two people yeah, yeah I mean I still did it for, for people the, the point is I didn't do it just for myself I'm therefore a selfless individual I'm sure they are all very grateful they are all very grateful they should also be grateful for the disclaimer because I'm going to do it now and get it oh, out of the way oh Jesus man you're, you've got your phone out so I'm just going to let you look at whatever you're looking at do another deal because I know you did one just before we started the show Mr. Wheeler Dealer yeah 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 well hopefully that, that yeah, listen that could be a good deal you know that could be a very very good deal Thank we you. will hear about it in a future episode yeah though. yeah yeah not this one because the deal's not done and you don't want to jinx a deal no 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 we don't we don't um, but the disclaimer we aren't professional podcast hosts. You we might have to be free soon, though, to go and collect my deal. I'm done. <laughs> I'm doing enough driving vehicles around this <laughs> week, um, which will also appear in the future episode. Don't worry, you worry about that. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, we aren't professionals. Hence me demonstrating that by forgetting what I was about to say. We aren't professional podcast hosts. We aren't professional motoring journalists. We aren't professional anything, really, mechanics, car buyers, traders, none of that stuff. We just like to sit in front of microphones, give you our opinion, even though you didn't ask for it, and hopefully you enjoy the ride. So what that means is you should listen to what we say. You should maybe enjoy what we say, laugh with us, laugh at us, the usual, but do not follow any of our advice. And if you do follow our advice and it goes wrong, then you can't blame us. And this, in particular, goes out to the listener who bought a Jaguar F-Pace. And the reason I want to point that out is because whilst it's a good car to drive, when he has his first inevitable breakdown, because it's a JLR product, you can't blame us. It will. Because the disclaimer protects us. I mean, I'm not sure even if you didn't have the disclaimer what it meant in real life. But anyway, that's why we have a disclaimer. Speaking of broken JLR products, how is the Land Rover? Range Rover? Sport, absolutely fine, mate. Is it all good? Absolutely. What do I do? I spoke to you about. I changed the lower control. Arm yes, the lower control. Arm. They're now all done after you set fire to things and whatever. Absolutely fine. Although on the way here, the stereo decided screen decided to go blank. You don't need a screen for the stereo. Well, Just the stereo don't... went blank as well. Oh, okay. Side off, fine. Stuffed off at the shop. Got in. Screen was on, and I couldn't change it from the radio, so I couldn't take it to dab or anything like that. No sound, and that was coming out. Okay, so I got up here, turned it off. Turn it back on again, and then the screen was just blank. 
Now, a lot of times it could just need a quick reset or the, whatever, power off, shutdown and stuff like that. So hopefully... In fairness to JLR, this happens on a lot of cars. We drive and test drive a shitload of vehicles and on the modern cars with touchscreens, sometimes they just go a little bit... Yeah, yeah, I know. But the problem is with this being uh, the, the, the JLR a JLR product and we all know how amazing their build quality is and quality of all the materials and products and the shit that they put in there. It may not quite just be as simple as that, but a lot of people see around the forums and that do seem to be saying that... Just to give it some time, it'll reset. That's, that's normally what happens, yeah, so... Well, fingers crossed for you that it is nothing but a reset. Yeah, the old, so a, uh, lot, a lot of them do delete. say, a lot of them do say like, but you turn it off for long enough and then it will do Turn it, it off and turn it on again. Yeah, I mean that works for everything. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's a computer is essentially in there, isn't it? Yeah. So let's see. So yeah, I don't know. So there's no sound or anything like that at the moment. Um, but hopefully, when I go out of here, then 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 it will come back on. It'll have been long enough. Yep, should be, should be. But I think it'll just maybe be a reset or stuff like that. So I'll just hold down all the buttons and stuff like that. <laughs> hold them all down. Turn it on and off, on and off, on and off. Yeah, exactly. It seems to work with a laptop. So why would it not work? Shame with the, the guy, the guy, the guy who lives next door to me, that he's got a. Um, He's got a Range Rover, and unfortunately, his alternator went the other day. He had someone out repairing that. But luckily, his Did was, you go over to luckily him he was parked up. No, I didn't. I had no sympathy for him because no. his happened while it was parked outside his house. Oh. Mine, I was stuck in a fucking field in, <laughs> Henry, in the middle of nowhere with a kid. Yeah, in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I had no sympathy for him. <laughs> Neighbourly love. Yeah. No, I was actually thinking, you, bar- you lucky bastard. At least you're fucking parked at home when your alternator went. So I had a moment as well recently. Some of you may, if you follow my um, my personal Instagram page, Mr. Mohussein on Instagram, you may have seen the post. And whilst I'm talking about Instagram pages, which is just probably plug as, because I always forget to do Driveway this. Driveway autos. Driveway autos, if you want to see pictures of like greasy bits that you may not understand. Um, how to fix repair cars. How to fix it. Well, yeah, you kind of don't really go into the detail. You just say that you've done a job. It'd be great if we've got some inf- informative tutorial type stuff from you. Yeah, that's because people can then contact me, isn't it? Yeah, but no one's going to contact you. You don't they really do, actually. They do. I hate to break this to you, and this may be something you're not aware of, but you don't come across as being all that approachable. Not on the podcast, of I am. at least. Why aren't I? Because you're quite aggressive and opinionated, and mm. you. How does it, what does having an opinion got to do with helping someone? Oh no, no, it's car? not having an opinion. See, it's if you the, came to me and said, "Look, oh, I need to do this on my car. Can you help me?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." No, I know that because I know you. But it's not so much that you have the opinion; it's the way you convey your opinion sometimes. And I guess some of our listeners uh, and, and your Instagram viewers may go, "But what if he calls me a fucking idiot for owning this car?" Because you might. No, look. When it comes, you to, might, when you it, might when insult them, for the, but you comes, might insult them for their choice of car. When it comes to car, or is repairs, that just me? That's just you. I just <laughs> fucking insult you. Anything. When it comes to car repairs, and someone wants to repair and help on their car, I just look at the car and repair that. I make no, I, I make no judgments on because it's too late, isn't it? You've been an idiot and bought something stupid. You've been an idiot and bought something stupid. <laughs> and this is right now. We need to fix it. Once I've fixed it, I can abuse you for buying a piece of shit. There you go. And having no imagination and being a sheep, just like all those other people that just buy BMWs for the sake of being buying a BMWs, or I'm just going to go and buy a white BMW estate. So <laughs> my white BMW estate is a little bit delayed now. It'll be end of March. I was first told well, it'll be between sheep and March. Me, me. Exactly. So yeah, and I'm at the back delayed, of the sheep yeah. queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of imaginalist people. Yeah, there are. There's a lot. There's a lot of a sheep. You're just jealous, mate. You are just jealous. Why didn't you go for a Kia? Why did I not go for? Well, a, tell me why. Why did you not go for a Kia over the BMW? Because I didn't want a Kia. Why? Because no, why? 
because I was getting a cracking deal from BMW. Oh, I bet you would have got an even gooder deal from Kia. No, do you not? Do you not remember the story? No, BMW, I remember that story. sitting at BMW, stole me a sold, sold yeah, me I, a I stolen that. vehicle. I get that, but had that not have been the story, you still wouldn't have gone for a Kia, would you? Uh, no, no. There's yeah. nothing that appeals to me. You're gonna say I love the Kia Stinger. Is what you're gonna say? No, no, no. The Kia Seed, the Pro Seed. I don't know. It's not big enough. It's you're not. four foot fuck all. You're Chinese, mate. My your daughter's only like five years old at the moment. She's, I uh, granted, she's probably up to your armpit, but she's still not that, and that isn't that tall either. Anyway, your wife's got her own car. It's this, plenty. You don't go fishing. You don't go snowboarding. Um, you don't go skiing. It's plenty big enough. All you carry with you is your two little poxy briefcases, and that's it. Are you done? And your makeup bag when you stay overnight for Are work. you done with your your assumptions and your... They're not assumptions, I know, but I'm done with it. No, no, because you're wrong. No, no, this, right. is, this is the, the wife's car slash the family car. So your wife has her own car. Yes, that would then be the, the seed that you are proposing we go and get. Yeah. Why, don't you, why are you <laughs> driving a Range Rover Sport? Why didn't you buy a Kia Sportage? No, don't the blame wife, your... The wife, the, the wife won't buy a Sportage. She won't have a Sportage. Why are you blaming her for? So I told her, I told her all, let's get a Kia. She is a snob. <laughs> she is a snob. She's a bad snob. She won't buy a Kia. If it was down to me, I'd go and buy a Kia, no problem. So in case you're wondering, absolutely she will no happily problem. offend absolutely everybody. Yeah, yeah she's a snob. She won't be, she, I'm not driving a Kia. <laughs> Straight up, mate. <laughs> That's it. If it was down to me, I'd take a Stinger over any performance car out there. I'd take a Sportage over any 4x4 out there. And there's no logical look, reason why you wouldn't, apart look, from being a jumped-up, pompous badge wanker. Simple as. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right, crack on. Moving on. I didn't know where I was going. Oh, that's it. At Drivel Podcast. That's where you can find us on Instagram. That's where we started this segment. And somehow we ended up you insulting your wife and calling people, what, pompous, jumped-up badge wankers? Yep. Well, somehow we always end up there, don't we? Yeah, we do, actually. Yeah, yeah it's quite a recurring theme. Anyway, yeah, find us on Instagram at Drivel Podcast. And, oh, um, someone messaged me about some advice about the event showing a red light, which is a triangle in the shape with a car inside. That means your car's fucked. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I don't know what it means. And that's why you shouldn't probably ask me what these warning lights mean. I don't intend to. No. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, at Drivel Podcast, that's where you can find us. That's where you can interact with us. Like our posts, share the page and, and all the rest of it. Show us some love. Uh, our Instagram uh, person. Is that the right term? Our Instagram person. Tom. Is it like, you make him sound like he's like your gimp or something. You're the one who reminded him that if he didn't get into shape, he wouldn't be able to put food on the table. Yeah, because if he didn't do his job properly, we wouldn't be giving him food vouchers. So if we don't give him food vouchers, he won't be able to buy food to put on the table. This is just going to serve to remind him when he listens to the episode that we owe him however many months of food vouchers. And why the fuck has he not called out Jaguar yet for cancelling the XJ? Did he? Did not. I don't know. Probably because Jaguar won't give a shit. Where was I at? That's it. I had a moment oh, recently. Oh, yes, you were saying about that, yeah. Where... Uh, is this something we really want to hear? Uh, you can hear this moment. I have oh, many oh, moments, oh, but this yeah, is one. No, that's what I'm worried about. This is one I can share with the audience. So I had a moment recently okay. where I was looking into the value of my car, the C63, and like most uh, cars, not even oh, performance yes. cars, they have gone up in value, significantly gone up in value. So I would stand to make a decent amount of, of money on my C63 if I sold it. However. The predicament comes from, well, if I do sell it, what would I get in return? And actually, it's a replacement, sorry, not in return. 
So if I do sell it, I need to replace the car. But at the moment, I do really enjoy driving the car. I've got it to, uh, I've modified it slightly, but I've got it to where I like it. I like the wheels. I like the look. I like the way it drives. And whenever I do drive, and I don't do a huge amount of miles in it because we're testing cars and stuff all the time anyway. So when I do get to drive it, it's a rare treat and, and I really enjoy it. Having said that, being a petrol head, you don't really buy cars because you need them. You buy stuff because you want them. And I've always, always, and especially after our recent review of the RS6, which was a fake review, which became a real review. If you don't know what I'm on about, listen to episode 32, Batman's Climax. It was a real review. And last week's episode dedicated to Thomas Stewart. Um, listen to both those episodes and you'll know exactly what, we, what I mean about fake versus real review. But especially since the episode on the RS6, it's reminded me that I've always, always, always had a hankering for an RS4. The RS6's baby brother. So uh, when I say RS4, I'm talking the B8 RS4, which is the uh, estate. It only came as the estate. 4.2 V8, naturally aspirated. Oh, the RS4, they did it in a saloon? Not in the B8 model. That's the B7. So the B7, oh, you're right, came in a saloon, came in an estate, came in a convertible, yeah. um, which surprisingly you don't hate with a passion. Did you they, actually like that convertible. They did, the, did they do an RS? Yeah, they did do an RS4 convertible. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, 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 that 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 shape. That's probably look. I, my I would still never buy one because uh, convertibles should only be driven by women. Yeah, <laughs> a, a bloke driving a convertible. I'm sorry. Just, if you haven't offended enough people today's just episode, like, just going to offend a few more. Just look like an absolute mess. A bloke driving a convertible. Oh, I'm looking forward to my game. There's a game coming up. Um, but uh, but as in as a car and stuff, I think the the, the RS4 convertible was quite a quite a good. Quite a good car, actually. It's a very good car. And it doesn't look bad. Because most convertibles look shit, right? But that actually looks... That and the E36 convertible are the only two convertibles okay, ever yeah. that look good as a convertible. I don't care if it's an Aston. I don't care what it is. No other convertible looks good, but them two look quite good. But again... So anyway, it wasn't no, that no, model no, anyway. No honest bloke should buy a convertible. It's the B8 RS4, which is the one I'm after, which only came in a, a, a van tour in a state form. So anyway, I... I saw one that I really, really liked. It was in a color that I liked. The price was okay. And I thought, if I could sell the C63, I might go for it. But then as one does when you're on auto trader, your mind wanders, your budget kind of goes wildly off into different directions. And so I found myself looking at several cars that I was going to consider. And it inspired me to come up with a game for today's episode. Okay. Now, we are all fascinated by what goes through your mind. And comes immediately out of your mouth afterwards. Oh, yeah. You offer. What's our time? We're on a, we're on a time limit. Today, we are so. on a time. We're always on a time limit. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. We'll stick to time limit. Um, you don't have a filter. We know that. You no, don't. No, no. no. My you, wife uses filters. I don't. You are, yes. We all know that. Um, but we are often very amused and intrigued by what's going on in your in your brain. So I thought I know how we can extract that information. We can play a game of oh, there's this. There's a lot. We ain't got time here. There's a lot to extract. You know? I am not. That is full of a lot of stuff. So we're not talking not about professional stuff. help. Okay. which okay. one could argue you might need. But we're not here to do that. We're not professional anything. Remember, I'm definitely not a professional um, therapist. So, yeah, that's off the table. But I am going to play this game with you. It's called This or That. It's a really, really simple game. This I'm, or that? This or that. that. I've just named it now, by the way. You could make it call okay. whatever you like. But I've just thought of, it, thought of that name. It's very simple. Premise is really, really straightforward. I'm going to give you a choice of two cars in a budget, and I'm going to describe the type of car it is, right? I may give you some conditions in mm -hmm. terms of your life uh, and the circumstances that you have uh, and, and then give you the choice of two cars and you have to choose which of the two and of course given it's drivel given we just talk shit at each other we'd obviously like you to justify your choice 
And I'll start okay. with two cars that were genuinely on my list as replacements for the C63. So this was a 30K performance car, which also needed to be able to carry a small child and maybe some another passenger and some stuff in the boot, right? So that, that was that was the... 30K the, performance, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the cars you can oh, see. Oh, okay, right, right, right. So that was the brief when I was looking. You need to have enough space for things in the boot, blah, blah, blah. Suitcase, car seat, occasional road trip stuff, all that. So I, in, in, in amongst the cars I'd shortlisted... Your suitcase, I've seen the size of your suitcase. It's like, That's not my suitcase. Handbag. I have an actual suitcase. Okay. So the, amongst the cars I shortlisted was the RS4. So the, a 2013 RS4, it was an Avant. Yep, yeah, so a naturally aspirated V8. Yeah. And then for the same money or there or thereabouts, I could actually also get a 2016... So the previous shape, not the one with the ugly grill, the previous shape, BMW M3. So it's the M3, it's not the M4, which means it's the four-door saloon. Uh, okay, so... So out, right, of the, on, so out of the two, 30K budget, 2016 BMW M3 yeah. versus a 2013, so three years older, Audi RS4 Avant. Which of the two would you choose? RS4 Avant? Okay. What would you... Yeah. Why? Why? Because it's got because it's it's an RS4. It's got character. First of all, it's not just a it's just, BMW stopped making cars with character after the E46. Nothing nothing since then has got any character or any personality. Right? They just for I'm gonna say his name. We've got a mate. We've got a mutual friend. They're just for people like Stuart Down. <laughs> That's it. I want a BMW. That's it. I'm going to buy a BMW. I don't give a shit well, that- what it is. I'm going to buy a BMW. Oh, look, it's the new BMW M3. Oh, look, it's the new BMW. That's it. That RS4 has got character and it's got space. It's capable, uh, practical. Do whatever you want, mate. And you, to be fair, you're not finding a better car than the RS4 in any, like, all round. You're not finding a better car than the RS4 you or think- RS6. So you think the RS4 is better than the C63 that I have? Because you're yeah. talking about character, right? Yeah. Which uh, of those two cars has got more character? Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, so I you say you're not finding a better car, sorry. But in comparison to what you're looking at, 100% so, yeah. take the, R, the RS4, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue against you with this statement. You so see, I agree with the E46 M3 and the E46s in general were good. But don't forget they made the 1M. That had bags of character. And also the M2 before they turned into M2 competitions. And uh, do you know what? Did it, the listen. Because we spoke about this. The M2 is the spiritual successor to the E46 M3. Yeah, yeah, but look. Getting a small car, sticking a massive turbo lump and stuff and engine in it, doesn't give it character. No. It but, was fun, but it didn't give it character. No, but, but but what they did is they did proper BMW chassis engineering on those No, vehicles. they didn't. They just put... Look, they what did. they the did one, the one was M. lucky. What they did was because they, they, they just put the leftovers. It's like a Sunday dinner. They put the leftovers of stuff in it having to work together. Leftovers yeah? from what? From all sorts of stuff. From all sorts of cars they had leftover. That wasn't... The 1M or the M... The 1M, 1M. wasn't conceived from scratch. As in, we need to build this for it and then make this engine for it. They took the diff from somewhere else. They took the gearbox from somewhere else. Had the engine from somewhere else. Had the turbo from somewhere else. So they just put it together from what they had. But there's an element of engineering that, that has to go into it to no, turn no, it into a good No, of course. Package. Once it comes together, you've got to be able to put it. It's not like they just bolted it up and it went working and that. But... Look, a small, a small, something like that isn't hard to make fun or exciting, right? Because it's a small car, stick a big lump in it. Come on, it's good. it was like it's like the Renault GT5. Oh yeah, that yeah. that but that's that not was, an amazing car. That was that's, literally the definition of take a big engine, put it in wherever it will fit, because I had to stick it in the middle. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. GT5. It's not a great car. You just happen to put a big lump in it, and that was a that, that was a. a 
dangerous car. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was. it was a dangerous car. Yeah, most 80s. So, yeah, so that's, that's how I see the 1M. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is bags of fun. And people, for some reason, yeah, I've got a 1M. I'm going to charge 100 grand if I want to sell it. It's not that great. It's not worth what it is. But in terms of the RS and the BM. RS4. RS4, okay. without a doubt, man. Okay. So that, that wasn't overly controversial, that one anyway. The next one, though, the budget is now significantly reduced. And you yeah, have right, driven right, right. both of these cars. Are, are you coming back to a decent era of cars as well? Or is everything going to be 2009 plus? No. Uh, is anything going to be in there that's interesting, remotely interesting? Yes. Okay. This I mean, next you've had one, the RS, so I'll give you that. This, this next one. So it's a £5,000 budget. And the brief was a daily driver that can be fun too. You may have a separate family car at home for kids and trips or whatever. So this is going to be the car that's just for you or you need to carry your kid along with you. So... Okay, so what is it? Sorry, a daily? So hot hatch came to mind, right? So that's the category, hot hatch. Okay. So the two that you can get for 5K in the current market, you could get a two up to 2006 Golf GTI. So very similar to what you sold recently. Mm-hmm. Pretty much identical to what you sold yeah, recently. Yeah. And you could also get a 2007 Honda Civic Type R FN2. Again, identical car that you recently sold. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear more about the FN2, uh, listen to episode 25, Sorry Mum. That's where we talk about the FN2. Uh, and also, yeah, the episode... Sorry Mum? Yeah, oh, so also episode names mean nothing about the cars we review. So you're going to have to read the description to know what we're on about. Anyway, so Sorry Mum is the Civic Type R FN2. So of the two, Golf GTI, Civic Type R, which would you go for for 5K? That's a more interesting debate, right? Hot hatch, right? Hot yeah. hatch... Remember what I said the brief though, right? So this is a car predominantly for you and you may have to carry one or two of your kids around with you, but that's basically it. Ah, uh, Type R. Yeah? Type R, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just got character, man. It, it's got character. The, the, the GTI doesn't have, again, right? It's just one of these things that for some reason, because VW created a hot hatch back in 1965, <laughs> and that's it now. <laughs> yeah. Whenever. And then you go, it doesn't sound like a golf. What the f- does that even mean the mar- yeah the marketing from years what ago. the hell does that even mean again it's for people like our mate Stuart down yeah it's a golf, it's a golf. but you owned a Mark but- 5 GTI did you not think it was a good car I I learned to like it and I, I remember saying you to you on numerous occasions yeah I do like it now I do like it I learned to like it because I'm a big fan of them there's something about a Golf GTI Mark, from the Mark 5 generation onwards that I don't know this, there's a there's a a, um, a kind of it feels familiar when you drive it's, it in a good it's, way. It's, it's safe, and you know you're getting with it, and well, and it kind of it it goes well as well. It's, yeah, it's got it's got a decent. It's refined in the way it goes. It's not going to be like a. But when you say hot hatch, you know what I mean. A hot hatch is you're on the seat, you're on the edge of your seat when you're driving it. Yeah, you're not on the edge of your seat when you're no, driving. No, no, that's just how true. hard this you drive true. a golf Very GTI. True. Yeah, whereas a Civic Type R has no, you have no choice but to. Uh, it baits you. I was about to. I'm going to say there's no modern hot hatch. That has you on the edge of your seats, except, and I can't, I, I don't know about the current Type R, but let's say, would you class the FN2 as a modern hot hatch? It's after 2000. It's I guess, in, guess so. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. So. Oh, that's it's probably the hot. last. That's the last of the modern hot hatches that drives like a hot hatch. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, without it, without you needing to drive it beyond its limits. You know, like, I'm sure there's, there's plenty of like hot hatches out there that are capable of like, I know you like your Magan RS cups or teapots or whatever they are, right? But you have to drive them like on a track or something. That Civic, the Civic, the EP3 and the FN2, you can enjoy well, them. Well, actually, the do you know what, right? I'd say that the, the newer Magan RSs aren't, aren't, aren't anything. 
the previous generation one, so around this time, uh, the 2006-2007, those McGann's also did give you the, the, the buzz that a Civic Type R gives you. Yeah, they were turbocharged, apart from the Clio's, which were naturally yeah. aspirated, but they gave you the same feeling. So actually... You, you owned Renaults, haven't you? So I came very close. I have owned Renaults in the past, but I came very, very close to pulling the trigger and therefore went on some extensive test drives of the Clio... Um, no, sorry, the Megane RS or whatever it was. Not the one Not the one that was really bulbous. You know, the shape that came afterwards, which was a little bit more... Yeah, I down. think I know what you mean. It had the same really engine. It had the two-litre turbocharged engine. Yeah. Um, and that was really, really peppy. The really thing that made that peppy and the difference, because we know, I guess we're both talking about both cars and the Golf and the Renault that are 2 liter turbocharged engines. The difference was that kind of refinement you're talking about. The Golf always had that refined grown up edge, which you appreciate, but at the same time means it's not the most exciting. Yeah. The Renault kind of did away with that. Your phone is making is it, noises never, through the... Is it? Not, yeah, I've never, I've never, I've driven the the GT Turbo, the GT5, whatever the hell thing was called. But that I've was never, a very different car. Yeah, yeah, but I've never owned it. I would never, but I've never, I would never own a Renault. Um, I've dri- driven a few of the Clios, but again, this, know, it's just they're French. I'll be, they're French, sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the, the Type R, about, yeah, the Type R. Okay. It's big enough, plenty, plenty big enough boot, plenty of space in the back for kids. That's all you need, right? For, so for this brief. And it goes. Right. And you know what? You drive it like a hot hatch. It goes. It forces you to. And, yeah. And when that VTEC kicks in, mate, it sounds, it, it does sound When great. the VTEC kicks in, yo. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, shit, yeah. Next category. So now we've upped our budget. We're tripling our budget to 15 grand. And I'm forcing you to buy a two-seater oh, convertible. Oh, no. No. Yes. No. No. I told you this would be a fun game for us. I'll buy a two-year supply of bus pass. You two, yeah, probably yeah. You might even get one year because I don't know how much buses cost these days, but they're not fucking cheap anymore. Um, 15 grand budget, right? Two seater convertible in the current market. You could get, and I picked these no, cars. No, man. I picked these cars what? on, I picked what these kind on of purpose. Would, would buy a freaking convertible. Why? Why? What? No, before we, why would I want a convertible? Explain, tell me first, if you want me to play this game, you have to explain to me why would I want a convertible? What ha- What would happen if we sit there and go, I need to buy a new car. I've got how much? 15 grand? Yep. Want something? I know. Let me waste it on a convertible. Why would I do that? Because it's my game. I made the rules and it's entertaining. That's why. Fuck's sake. So just play along. Shit, no, man. Stop oh. breaking your microphone as well. I'm what? out of here. Why ain't no freaking what convert- picking a convertible? <laughs> God, why would I want a convertible in my... Anyway, in my I haven't even told you the cars yet. And oh, it doesn't matter. It's a fucking convertible. No, it gets worse. I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> it gets worse. So your first choice is a 2007... Porsche Boxster S. Oh, fuck. No, I'm not playing. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't the Porsche the- Coxster. No, thank you. Um, the next category. Even women don't like the fucking Coxster. That's how much of a freaking piece of shit he is. The next category gets better, by the way. So just just, just stick with it. This category is my is, is there for my entertainment and my entertainment only. So you can buy. You're damn right. You know, we talked about a disclaimer. We're not professional. What you should say is he's not a real petrol head either. He isn't a real petrol head. You. Me. You. Go on, go on your you... convertibles. <laughs> so, 2007 Porsche Boxster S. Bear in mind the year 2007. Or you can buy a seven-year newer 2014 Mercedes SLK200. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? Why would the hell? Jeez, even a hairdresser won't have any of those, man. Why the fuck would I want that? 
I'm you just said it gets better. You go from a fucking no, coxter no, no, to no. a condom. The next, the next question gets better. This question still remains very, oh, no, very amusing. It's off. No, no, no. say okay. You got to pick. Does anyone? Oh my god! I'm sure Mercedes is actually still recalling them to get them off the fucking road. They were so bad. 2014 SLK. Oh, get lost! And it's an no. SLK 200, no. so it doesn't even have an oh, interesting engine. God. Fuck no! It has a 1.8 oh, liter four I cylinder, or or you can get 1.4 liter, 1.8 four cylinder. No, wait. So one's a Coxter and one's just a 1.8. What have you done to your microphone? Why can I hear feedback in my headphones? That's not. That's the Hoover. Oh, is that the Hoover? It's the vacuum outside. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, studio that's staff. You can hear that. Yeah. Now. It's coming through on my headphones. Great. So apologies, listeners, if you can hear a vacuum in the background. But studio no, staff. No. So, so one's shit. a Coxter and the other one's a 1.8. SLK. <laughs> you got to pick one. You got to pick one, and no, we're going to record. No, it. So when I don't have a choice, that doesn't reflect on me because I don't have a choice. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You've given us your disclaimer. Which one would you pick, convertible lover? He gets closer to the door, and he really is taking his time as well. The vacuum oh. guy, by the way. Fucking hell! He's going to have to be a. Today. It's going to have to be the Coxter, isn't it? So you are saying. Is from recording this for evidence. You are saying you would buy a Porsche Boxster. No, I am saying hypothetically, if you hypothetically had fifteen grand or gave me fifteen grand, and the only choice I had in this whole world before my life was to end, I had to buy a Coxster or an SLK, then I would obviously buy an SL the Coxster to stay alive, wouldn't I? Excellent. So you choose an SLK. You believe that that is life sustaining for you? No, that's nice. because I didn't have a fucking choice. God. Category number four. The budget has now gone mental. £75,000 for a family estate car. We've already done that with the RS. We No, we did RS4 and yeah. 30k and that was a performance family car. I've done this because I wanted to please you after the previous category. Okay, go on. So here are two options and you're going to like both of these. I know you will. So the first option is the 2018 Porsche Panamera Sport Turismo. That's the shooting brake one, Ooh. which is a very nice looking car. Ooh. Now for 75 grand. You are stuck with but do I, you. Uh, you are stuck with the V6 e hybrid. Now, before you object to the hybrid, oh. it does have 462 horse strengths. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a hybrid, not electric, and hybrid. Yeah. So, so basically, the electric engine gives you the power. So, you're getting 462 horse strengths out of this car. It's going to be pretty rapid. However, do I get? It's not as rapid as choice number two. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to choice number two, do I get uh, windscreen wipers for 75 grand? This is what so these are real real examples of cars I found on Auto Trader. It was a decent spec in a very nice okay, color. So I well. got I got windscreen wipers. Yes, you got windscreen wipers. You Ray got the wiper. nice you got the nice wheels. You've got decent spec. You got upgraded stereo. Good spec, good spec. And there's a choice of a. Well, no, a few. Well, I know they charge for they charge you extra for wipers. This seventy five grand will get you that. Okay, fine. It's a used used market. Okay, right? okay, okay. Your next car is the RS six, a twenty eighteen RS six. It's the performance model. So this is the one that comes with 605 horse strength. Is this the one that I drove? No, this is faster than the one you drove. 605 horse strengths. So again, I'll remind everyone for our listeners, the episode 32, Batman's Climax, if you want to hear the RS6 review. So this is on more steroids than the one that you drove. Both are 2018 vehicles. RS6, Porsche Panamera Sport Turismo. Which would you pick and why? I will say it's a brilliant choice to have. So if anyone listening is it thinking is, about spending is. 75 grand and can choose between these two cars, first of all, we are very envious. And secondly, I'm not sure you can make the wrong choice here. No, you can't make the wrong choice. Yeah. Because I had, like, 
That Panamera. Gorgeous, isn't it? Fucking, I don't think I'd ever say this about a Porsche. He's, but he's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, 100%. The back end on that. Yeah, oh, mate. Puts Kylie's to shame. <laughs> yeah, we're all reminiscing about the spin. I listened to Spinning Around yesterday. It came on Spotify just randomly. Yeah. And and, and immediately a, in my mind, I went back to being a 14-year-old and watching the video on MTV. Oh, fuck me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, the back end on that is pretty, it is nice. And it looks better than the RS6. Without it does doubt, look better. That's, it looks that, much better. And that's why I picked it, right? Because if it was on performance alone, I know which car you'd pick. But yeah, 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 you've yeah. got to take into account, you can open your front door and look at this thing every day. But, and it was an old one, but the Porsche, the Panamera's that I've driven before, are a bit bland inside. Porsches are a bit bland inside. Yeah, uh, especially in the back. Well, well there's I nothing to look at. In the back, yeah. But just inside, they're just a bit. And I didn't like the like the the the, the, the center keys look like one of them old Virtue phones. Yes, I do remember those. Do you, get, do you know like, how expensive those phones used to be? Thousands. I, I mean, we say that now when a typical iPhone is like a thousand pound anyway. But those Virtue phones were mental. Well, they were ridiculous. They were ridiculous. I don't understand why. Don't know, don't know they were why. shit they were as well. Yeah. Leather and crap. Yeah. Um, that does describe the interior of a Porsche very well. Leather and crap. Yeah, yeah. It just looks like a Virtue phone in that. The RS. Is a one is a very 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 capable car, but I think, and as much as I like, I don't like Porsche, and I'm like Porsche to me are just this. They do they have some great engine. They look engineering engineering yeah. the mechanical grip that they can achieve, considering where their engine is in the nine eleven. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty, no, yeah, yeah, generally mind blowing. Yeah, it is. Um, they don't have much imagination. Their cars just keep look. They churn out the same yes, shit. Yes, they do. Yeah. So it's really for sheep again, like BMW and our mate Stuart down. But that Panamera, that was for me. That's the they first, used. Oh, I took notice of Porsche. That's the first time in a very long time where they kind of went out of their comfort zone. I feel, and it yeah. paid off massively. But it doesn't sound as good as the RS. No, it doesn't. Not even remotely. No. And I bet you it's nowhere near as sure-footed. Uh, it does have four-wheel drive, but I it bet won't you're be still not sure-footed. But I think, for once, we're all sat here in anticipation. I want to say. I want to say. I'm about to. I want to say the Panamera. Just say it, because we said at the start, there's no wrong choice here. No, there isn't. There isn't. I know, but this is actually a genuinely difficult choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say Panamera because I can say I bought a Porsche. I've had a Porsche. Uh, look, I think, I yeah. Can't argue yeah. with that. Final category. If 75 grand wasn't enough, we're going to 100 grand. But this time... There's nothing out there I'd buy. You have to buy an SUV. And... Oh. In this instance... You just said it got better after the freaking oh, convertible. Yeah. Just for Just for question four. Uh, question five, we're back to ridiculous. Uh, actually, in this instance, SUV stands for stupid utility vehicle because <laughs> these are the current crop of SUVs that have got nuclear bombs under the bonnet. Oh, right. Okay. SVRs, so, yeah. So your choice is Pointless. indeed a 2020, so pretty bloody new, Range Rover Sport SVR. Piss off. Versus... 
You say piss off to that, you might want to piss off even further after this one. A 2017, so it's a little bit older, Bentley Bentayga W12. Oh my God. <laughs> Give me the so, so your choices are, you could look like a drug dealer from Birmingham in the Range Rover Sport SVR. Yeah. Or you could look like the ex-wife of a ta- tax-dodging entrepreneur type uh, and she got her husband's a car in the from divorce. Birmingham. My wife's from Birmingham anyway. So you drug take the drug dealer from Birmingham. Car from Birmingham. Yeah. No way am I driving that Bentley Bentley crap. No way. You must be kidding. That is just... That is... It's hideous, mate. It's an insult to anything and everything. It's just like the, the rolls. You know, yeah, yeah. what I will say about the Bentley, as hideous as it is on the outside, it's completely the opposite on the inside. The good thing no, about it... No, it's not. You need to wear sunglasses inside it. If you... Well, I guess it's you. But if you spec'd it so that it wasn't chintzy and bright... The material quality is going to be, you know, it's going to be the best leather that there is. It's going to be the best carpet. It's going to be the yeah, best it is, but I'm sorry. First of all, all the rest you have of to it. pronounce the, You have to pronounce it every time someone asks you what it is and stuff. It's ben, a what? Bentayga. A Bentayga. And then you've got to look it. No, no. You do have to look at it no. before you the can S- sit inside the, the it. SVR, at least I know it's a piece of shit. And I know it's going to break down every five minutes. So it's fine. So I won't have to drive it. So I'll just be driving one of the other cars that I've got. Plus, I think the SVR so it would sound better. Oh, you know what? It Even does though sound. the Bentayga has a W12, 12, 12 cylinder engine, which is pretty fucking cool. It um, does sound. I mean, the the sounds SVR awesome. sounds, yeah, sounds pretty phenomenal. No, the SVR and, does sound and like you, crazy. And you could, genuinely, you could go and sell drugs in Birmingham. I think if I turned up in Birmingham in an SVR, I'd probably get pulled over even before I got a chance to t- buy it or sell any drugs. Mm. Before you, before you could uh, obtain your supply and, and secure the bag. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, There's, yeah. And any drugs that you would sell anyway, you're going to have to then put them straight into the fuel tank. <laughs> yeah, because it does like four miles to the gallon. Yeah, yeah. Although your mate, to your mate Thomas Stewart would be pleased because you would have finally bought a brand new Range Rover. Right, yeah, he will be. He will be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though you've bought one that doesn't do many miles, that doesn't to the do gallon, many miles. So. And yeah, and then I'd be pleased that I bought a new one and that doesn't that doesn't do many miles either. Yeah, so he'd still be utterly confused. If yeah, you have no idea what we're on about, listen to episode 33. Uh, I, hope Thomas Stewart. I hope he's listened to it. Thomas Stewart, Heart. I had to tag icon. him on Facebook, actually. Did you notice I did the heart in the title of the episode? No, no, I thought what you were doing in, 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 the, what, in the title of the episode. Did you, you? See, so the title of the episode has got like a less than sign and a number three. Oh, it's yes, heart. I did actually. I did. It's, that was a, very good of you. It's that a heart in, in like text speak. Yeah, that is very good. Of if you're wondering why we we are putting a heart next to the name Thomas Stewart, listen to the episode. If O's wife is listening to this, he may leave you for Thomas Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I don't know. You were talking pretty passionately about the guy last week. <laughs> Birmingham to Hull is eight-hour train journey. Are you serious? Why the fuck are you researching train journeys? I mean, I'll come back to the result of that, but why are you researching train journeys Bloody in the middle of this hell. episode? Oh, what has driven you to take the train? Pardon? What has caused you to want oh, to take the train? Oh, because I've got to go pick up the next deal, haven't I? Oh, right, okay. Eight hours is bloody hell. That's long. I know, and it takes two hours to drive. Why is it eight hours? I don't know. Two and a half hours to drive, and then I've got to... The problem is getting there. I've got to come back some way. Okay. Looks so like it's an eight-hour train journey then. Fuck that. For you. <laughs> for me. I'm halfway up. That doesn't need to be that far. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play a game with you. I'm glad we did because it, um, it was fun. I, I was entertained. And I heard you say you want to buy a Porsche Boxster. That's everything I wanted to hear. I did not. You did not give me a choice. Okay, so don't even try and pin that one. Don't even try and pin that one. What have you been that's driving right, recently? That's all right. I don't think we've got time. Have we got time to do our, to do uh, to talk about it? It's half seven. <gasps> 
Dun, dun, dun. You complain when we record at 9am You re- complain when we record at 7pm Yeah but we started We did start late Because we were both doing shit And my wife is going to kick my ass If I'm late How long have we done? How long have we done? This is like, this is a lie This is how we this is how we run our shows This is how we run, That's how we run The it. episode is just under an hour currently Boom that's it we're done then Listen this is our show We can end it whenever we want We can end it whenever we want So So, so this week's episode Was just a game That's it Absolutely fine It was a game I, re- I Honestly I genuinely cannot risk Getting home any later this yeah. week <laughs> I'm being serious. You know how it's here. Fuck that. Fine. <laughs> to get my ass home. So we do need to decide, but we next week's episode we will bring you a car review. We haven't decided which car review. Yeah, we, we both got a you. couple actually. We do have a couple of car reviews. Yeah. Uh, one of them. And next week could be could be even better depending on something that you've always wanted to have as well that you've never had. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm not, not going to spoil it. Don't spoil it, the surprise. You've... But but one of the upcoming cars is a first for drivel. It will be a drivel first. It yes. Will be the first of its That's type. That's me going driven. all out. Yes, you. And you've been living with this car. As I well. have, and I still will be for a while. So this is a proper long-term test, and which I would say is needed for a car of this type. But we're not going to give away any more, but this is the type of car where yeah, yeah, on our typical test drives where we have the car for a weekend or a few days would not do it justice. You've got to live mm-hmm. with this type of car mm-hmm. to know whether or not it's actually viable. Yeah. So that's coming soon. So tune into future episodes. In the meantime, if you've enjoyed this episode, we are about to wrap it up now. In the meantime, if you've enjoyed this episode, what you can do is go to whatever platform you've been listening on. And if there is a ability for you to give us a rating and a review, do that. Give us the maximum star rating you can. Give mm-hmm. us a review. Um, we've been, you know, the reviews have kind of tanked a little bit recently. Not that they're bad reviews. We just haven't been getting any. So uh, you, we know there are people out there listening on Apple Podcasts. So please give us reviews on Apple Podcasts. I think you can review on Stitcher as well or give ratings. So yeah, wherever you're listening, if you can do something like that, then please do. If you have the option to hit a subscribe button so you auto-download the next episode, do that. Not because so that you don't miss another episode, but actually that all helps us as well. And then the, th- the one thing that you can do if you've done all of those, the same thing we ask for week in, week out, is to share this podcast with somebody else. And by that, I mean, tell them about it. Tell them that you've listened to Drivel. Tell them that you've enjoyed it. Even if you didn't, tell them that it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's sheer genius. It has some really, really useful automotive information as well as being very entertaining and at times quite comical mm-hmm. as well. It could all be complete lies and bullshit. We don't really care. All that's going to happen is the person that you tell, the unsuspecting victim will go, oh, that sounds good. I'll go and listen. And once they listen, they're going to be hooked on our bollocks, which is what we kind of uh, count on in order for you to uh, continue listening. <laughs> That's, that's about right, isn't it? That's kind of our pitch. They listen once and then hopefully they're addicted to the shit that comes out of our mouths. And then they just drag off your nutsack all day long, yeah? Tra- yes. I didn't mean bollocks, like literally bollocks. But yes, if you want to have that mental image, then we'll leave you with that. And with that, I think we'll say goodbye. Good night. Bye. Bye.